as we prepare for the Word of God on today. I was born by the river in a little tent. Oh, just like that river I've been running ever since. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know change gonna come. Yes, it will. It's been too hard living. I'm not afraid to die. Jesus said he going to meet me beyond the sky. It's been a long, a long time coming. But I know change gonna come. Yes, it will. And I go to my brother. And I say, brother, help me, please. But my own brother was up knocking me down on my knees. It's been times that I thought I wouldn't last for long. But now I think I'm able to carry on it's been a long a long time coming but i know a change gonna come yes it will it's gonna come yes it will it's gonna get better, yes it will, a change is gonna come, a change is gonna come, a change, a change. It's gonna come a change, a change. It's gonna, gonna, gonna come. Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22. Verses 1. Through 14. Genesis 22. Verse 1 through verse number 14. I'm going to read it from the New King James translation. It says, Now it came to pass after these things 
that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here am I. Then, then he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and he and he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off and Abraham said to his young men stay here with the donkey the lad and I will go yonder and worship and we will come back to you so Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son and he took the fire in his hand and a knife and the two of them went together but Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father, and he said, Here am I, my son. Then he said, Look, the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for the burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to a place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. And he said, do not lay your hand. Do not lay your hand. On the lad. Or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God. Since you have not withheld your son. Your only son from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide, as it is said to this day. In the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. Just for a moment, I want to lift up on this thought on this day. I want to talk about the worship test. The worship test. Worshiping God when everything is well is somewhat normal. When everything is hunky-dory. When everything is well and swell, when everything is in order and intact, when everything is going according to plan, 
and everything is operating in normality, it is then comfortable to worship God. But brothers and sisters, I come to the realization that worship when things uh, are going against the norm, worship when things uh, are uncomfortable, worship when things are distorted, worship when things are in disarray, worship when things are not usual is somewhat, brothers and sisters, bothersome and it's indeed a real test it's a test to worship God when uh, you're not knowing where your next meal is going to come from it is it, hard to worship God not knowing if you're going to be sick the next day you wake up it, it is hard to worship God when you just don't know what to expect the next day. And brothers and sisters, Abraham in our text, as he's uh, resting up in, in the comfort of his dwellings, he gets a call out from the Lord and the Lord comes to Abraham. He says, get your son and come and sacrifice him. Brothers and sisters, you got to understand the story of Abraham. Abraham was an old man and the Lord promised him a child in his old age. And, and brothers and sisters, he thought the Lord was taking too long. So he and Sarah uh, wanted to help out by submitting her maidservant to him. And, and he has a child with the maidservant by the name of Ishmael. But brothers and sisters, Ishmael was not the child of promise that God was talking about. The child of promise was Isaac and the Lord then impregnated, uh, allowed Sarah to get pregnant and bring forth a son. And she called him Isaac because she said she laughed at the fact that she could give birth in her old age. Brothers and sisters, it's that child of promise that now Isaac has to sacrifice. Brothers and sisters, the worship test, first of all, shows us a required sacrifice. It shows us a required sacrifice. God gives to Abraham one of the most severe trials of faith possible. He says to Abraham, to show me you love me, take the son of promise that I've given you, take him and sacrifice him on a mountain that I'm going to show you. Brothers and sisters, it is a required sacrifice to worship God. Brothers and sisters, worshiping God requires sacrifice. You have to give up some things. You have to let go of some things. You you have to, uh, brothers and sisters, uh, uh, make a decision internally. What is more important, uh, your self-satisfaction or God's worship? Brothers and sisters, Abraham is facing a severe trial of faith. Abraham, uh, according to the text, did not hesitate to obey God. Brothers and sisters, he didn't waste time into fulfilling what God has called him to do. He did not waste time to fulfill the purpose that he had to fulfill. Brothers and sisters, uh, this worship test was aced by Abraham because he did not hesitate to submit 
to the will of God. And brothers and sisters, can't, yes, this is also a faith test, brothers and sisters, but it is a worship test as well. Because brothers and sisters, a defiant spirit can't worship God. A disobedient spirit can't worship God. Because the Bible declares they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So brothers and sisters, as I encourage you today, understand that there is a required sacrifice. If you're going to pass the worship test, you have to come to the realization that there's some stuff you have to give up. Brothers and sisters, it might be the place of employment you have to give up. It, it might be uh, that salary that you love so much you have to give up. Whatever the case may be, there's a sacrifice that God intends for you to give up. Brothers and sisters, also, uh, this text not only teaches us a, uh, and shows us rather a required sacrifice, but it also shows us relinquish support brothers and sisters as he goes as Abraham uh, goes on his journey he takes with him two young men that was his servants and as they journey he was he was three days out and he looked and beheld the exact spot that the Lord now shows him where to sacrifice Isaac is at and he tells the young men y'all stay here with the donkey y'all stay right here I'm going uh, uh, me and the lad is going further to worship but y'all stay right here understand brothers and sisters there is some support you're going to have to relinquish if you're going to pass the worship test. Brothers and sisters, not everybody can come into your closet for praise. Not everybody can enter into your secret chamber of worship. Yes, brothers and sisters, you got to learn how to cut some folk off because some folk are not where you are spiritually. You got you to gotta bask in the presence of God sometimes by yourself. And brothers and sisters, let me encourage you by the declaring unto you today that brothers and sisters we're in a time where brothers and sisters we're isolated we're in a stay at home order and, and here we are we're in our own dwellings we're in our own chambers and it's the perfect opportunity for us to go before God and worship him and tell God thank you for all of the many blessings that he has bestowed upon us Brothers and sisters, understand this. We have to cut some people off because some people don't value God like we value God. Some people don't honor God like we honor God. Some people we're connected to don't worship God like we worship God. So brothers and sisters, they can't come into your chamber of worship. Some people can't go behind those, uh, those closed doors of religion. Brothers and sisters, understand you got to learn how to steal away with Jesus. You got to learn how just to have a talk with Jesus. Yes, I understand, brothers and sisters, it's good to have a corporate worship. It's good to be in the midst of other believers because the Bible even says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together for the manner of some. But brothers and sisters, understand that the word of God is also telling to teach us that we can lift up our hands and tell the Lord, thank you, wherever we are. Because Paul also declares in whatsoever state I'm 
been. I've learned to be content. And brothers and sisters, if God can get a thank you by just you in your bedroom, if God can get a thank you just just by brothers and sisters, just by uh uh if God can get a thank you just just by uh, uh brothers and sisters embracing his his presence with Yeshua and him. If God cannot get a thank you, brothers and sisters, understand he is seeking, he is seeking you to praise him. He's seeking you to worship him. He's seeking you to thank him. He's seeking you to bow before him. You gotta learn how to leave some people alone and just get into the presence of God and tell God thank you. He leaves the two young men and takes his son, his own only son. And the reason why the text suggests his only son is because it is the son of promise, brothers and sisters. Not only does this text gives us a required sacrifice, and not only does this text suggest that we need to relinquish support, but this text also gives us a rough situation. Brothers and sisters, understand there's a rough situation in the text. Here it is. Abraham and Isaac, they go further. They leave the young men. And now Isaac looks at his father and he says, Daddy. And daddy looks at him and says, Son, I'm here. And he says, Daddy, I see the wood. He said, Daddy, I see the fire. But daddy, where's the lamb? I'm not crazy, Daddy. Where's the lamb? And is that this in particular spot, brothers and sisters, that Abraham is torn asunder by conflict of fatherly love and obedience to God? Is that this moment where, uh, yes, it's a rough situation for Abraham because here he is. He's being faithful to God, but yet he is a caring father. He's 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 being obedient to God, but yet he loves his son. He's being obedient to God, but yet he cares for his child. Yes, he 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 wants to fulfill the will of God, but yet he he wants to watch his boy grow up. But brothers and sisters, Abraham stayed the course in this rough situation. It torn his heart to hear his son identify the process of which was taking place it was uh, it was hard upon Abraham to hear his son call out his name and identify what was going on and look what Abraham tells his son he tells his son in good faith and he tells his son with great faith he says son God will provide himself a lamb he says God will provide himself a lamb for the burnt offering and brothers and sisters there are some rough situations that come into our lives brothers and sisters and God is seeing can you worship me when it's rough can it can you worship me when there's a trying situation can you worship me when things don't go the way you wanted to go can you worship me when things are difficult, can you worship me when uh, you can't meet ends meet? Can you worship me when your family is going crazy? Can you worship me when you have to uh, give up that bad uh, and sour relationship? Can you worship me?
Brothers and sisters, it's a rough situation. God is saying, can you rush worship me in a pandemic? Can you acknowledge me and fulfill my will when, uh, when you're limited on what you can do? Brothers and sisters, even though it was a rough situation, Abraham, once again, he passed the worship test because he lays down the wood in order. And he bound his son upon this altar in which was made for sacrifice. And as he bound his son, he pulls back his knife and was about to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord told him, don't touch Isaac. Don't touch the lad, brothers and sisters. And he stopped in his tracks. The boy was unharmed. But brothers and sisters, the final thing this text suggests when you pass the worship test, brothers and sisters, of of uh, of adhering to the required sacrifice and relinquishing the report, the support, and, and enduring the rough situation, brothers and sisters, there is a rewarding shout. Because the Bible declares that he lifted up his eyes and looked behind him, and there was a ram caught in the thicket. Brothers and sisters, the difference between a ram and a lamb is that a ram is a matured lamb. Brothers and sisters, uh, uh, the, the ram was caught in this thicket and he was caught by his horns. Brothers and sisters, he, he was caught by his horns. Brothers and sisters, that means there was thorns on his head. Lord have mercy, a ram has horns on a head. That means the thorns of the thicket was on the head of the ram. This is, brothers and sisters, this text is a topology. And this is the rewarding shout. Because, brothers and sisters, what happens is there was a ram that endured for me on a hill called Calvary and the worship test uh, will let you know that if you can endure a, 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 a required sacrifice uh, and that if you can relinquish your support uh, if you can endure a rough situation the rewarding shout is uh, you can enjoy the benefits uh, of being in the family of God brothers and sisters uh, Jesus Christ uh, took upon him the form of a servant uh, Went to a hill called Calvary, hung, bled, and died. Went down in a grave, stayed dead for three days and three nights. But early the, early the third day morning, he got up with all power in his hands. He's alive today, making intercessions for you and I. I don't know about nobody else, but I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful that Jesus gave his life for me and that's a rewarding shout because he died and because he got up I can face tomorrow my soul is eternally secured I have a rewarding shout because I can bless the Lord when things are good I can bless him when things are bad I encourage you to pass the worship test can you thank God when all hell breaks loose. Can you thank God when the virus hits your family? Can you thank God even at 
the passing of a loved one because brothers and sisters understand the truth still remains to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord be encouraged there's a worship test and God is seeing if your heart is in the right place to give him glory in spite of what you're going through I know it's hard but tell God thank you I know it's difficult but give God a praise I know it's problematic but give God a hallelujah because he's worthy he's worthy he's worthy he's worthy to be praised be blessed God bless you I'm praying for you understand it's a worship test